are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. It's your boy Evan Klosky again. Back again. We appreciate it as always. We are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as all the other traditional podcasting platforms. Hit, hit that button. And hit that like button like Jose Siri is indicating, as is Randy. The Ra- Randy and put... Randy put Ray's back in his bio on Instagram or or what? Oh. Oh, did he now? Oh, you are stirring the fire already, sir. Ooh. So let, let's get into that um, real quickly before uh, the topic du jour of the St. Petersburg Rays or the Tampa Bay Rays becoming the St. Petersburg Rays. Randy Arosarin, opening day 2024, is in a Rays uniform. Opening day 2024? I lean towards yes. Okay. Because it seemed like in past appearances, you were leaning more to the idea that he was going to be offloaded. I think they're listening. (laughs) Uh, Again, they are not going to, they're not going to sign Randy Rosarena to a long-term contract here. And I would imagine Randy would like to get paid. I would imagine that Randy would like to be in a big fat market because he is a marketable dude. Having said that, I don't know if this offseason is going to be it, but if someone presented an offer that was an overpay, yeah, I think the Rays would do it. Yeah. But the Rays are in in a good spot with people because they're not – they're, they're not forcing trades. They're cool taking these guys into the season. So if you want him, you have to prove to me that you really want him because I don't have to take, I don't have to trade him. All right. Like we, we cool here. We're good. But if you got something great for me, I, I, I love, saying. I love that because I 100% back that sentiment, but I also now I'm, when you say it like that with that bravado, I'm thinking like Eric Neander is dressed as like that agent that's gone viral uh, on NFL. What's his name? Oh, DeVito's agent, the Italian. Oh, yeah, yeah, Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's Neander now dressed. Be like, hey, you got to show me how much you want Randy for. You got to show me. I like that. Exactly. Yeah, except Neander's in a quarter zip and, uh, and he's watching he's his kids play a, a little league, I don't know. Little league uh, baseball game. And yeah. there he is. Yeah. Look at that guy. Look at that, Look at that million wouldn't, dollar wouldn't, smile. Wouldn't hurt a fly. He would yeah. not. Look Come at on. him. Do you think he would rip you off in a trade? Never. No. I'll on. tell you what, though. I mean, talk about Ray's fandom morale being at an all-time low. You trade Tyler Glass now. You potentially trade Randy Rosarena. Um, obviously, all the circumstance surrounding Wander Franco and the injuries leading into the season as well. It just uh, wouldn't be a fun time. Uh, I don't think uh, kicking off. They, if they win, it'll be a fun time, right? I mean, it's just. Yeah. But I will say, I did look at tickets for next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was looking at that that Rays Mets series. 
mm-hmm. uh, because you know I might have some friends friends coming that weekend. And that Friday, if you look it up, the Randyland section can't get tickets for it. Wow, it's already sold out. Sold out, or it's blocked off. Cool. Ah. So you would when- say now they can always reopen those seats, but you would you would come to think that Randyland is in uh, full swing for 2024. We've talked about it endlessly here. Like that, it's just it doesn't really make sense to move Randy because of the financial gain that this whole Randyland thing. Like we we I went to so many Randyland games last year, man, and basically every game that I went to was a Randyland game. Not to be you know, so, but uh, it was just such a great atmosphere there. Uh, but when yeah. when was the the Mets series that you were looking for? What May? That was May third, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's early in the season. Okay. Yeah. Ulysses people will talk to Evan's people and maybe work something out to uh, attend that game or, okay. or get uh, quality tickets to that game. Sounds good. Um, we have more to discuss, but first we have to tell you this. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. So, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, such as spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. So go ahead and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to kick off the NFL season. I'll repeat it again, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And go ahead and check that out. Uh, FanDuel, they are the official partner of the NFL. Um, Evan, in between all of your Tampa Bay Buccaneers and NFL tweets, uh, you reposted or created a video where Brian Ald was speaking to the city of St. Petersburg City Council and laid out his terms, laid out the raised terms that – I don't care what uh, any of you uh, people on the dais are um, blabbermouthing uh, blabber about or bloviating about. We're not changing our name to the St. Petersburg Rays. We are the Tampa Bay Rays and will continue to be. And uh, Gina D- Driscoll, who serves on the council, uh, still didn't like that answer. And, uh, you know, once her. Um, 15 minutes of fame once her uh, press clippings and uh, media clippings and, and so forth. But just what do you make of this name change story that was really propagated by, I think, former mayor Baker writing an editorial in the St. Petersburg Times or Tampa Bay Times, I should say. And then it really kind of taking off like wildfire where I think Topkin writes about it. John Romano writes a, a column about it. And then you see other editorials come about and then it, it finally makes its headway into uh, city council meetings. Well, you have to understand the writing about it because, uh, you know, Gina Driscoll brought it to to be talked about, essentially, right? Had called in, the, called in the mayor, called in Brian Ald, wanted to have a discussion about this. So, first off, if you have never listened in on a council meeting, woo-wee, you are missing out. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, as somebody who has to 
Uh, I I work in municipal government, and uh, twice a month, I'm there, baby. Not <laughs> not in the city of St. Petersburg, but uh, and those are actually, I mean, when you if get you to listen that to level, one, you listen to them all. <laughs> yeah, no, I I know the deal for sure. So yeah, uh, I I feel sorry for you, buddy. You can't get those uh, actually. Back. Actually, if you look really closely at every Parks and Rec uh, episode, you will see Kevin Weiss in the background. Yes. Yeah, actually, pick yeah. my head out. Yep. If you actually are watching Survivor right now, Kevin Weiss is competing on it. Uh, <laughs> there was a doppelganger. Really? What's his name? Uh, I forget his name. I'm going to look this up right now. It's the current it? season of Survivor. First of all, who is still watching Survivor? First off, you're missing out. I watch <laughs> all of the reality competition shows. I'm a competitor through and through. Oh I play goodness. for keeps. I play for keeps. So... But yeah, look it up. It's really funny when you see when you see a photo. I forget his name, but when you see a photo, no, I I, I think I'm just more shocked that Evan Klosky, who I think has great taste and great takes and great opinions and so many things, chooses oh. to waste away his free time yep. watching Survivor. Survivor, Big Brother, Southern Charm, Bravo show. No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my fiance and I, we just roll right through them. I would have never. You would have given me challenge. Oh, my God. Challenge is a fifth sport. We're going to have to have a whole separate podcast. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Don't get me on a rant like this. I'll go. Okay. Okay, it it better not be this uh, Drew Basile or Drew Basil. Person, be, yeah, I think it might be Drew. He's a super tall guy. Uh, I don't know, but he's, he's got a very uh, nebbish, nerdish look. Grad student <laughs> from oh uh, this guy? Philadelphia. Oh, you just killed! You just killed Kevin. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't like that at all. <laughs> this oh. is like we've talked about. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Caleb Kyle Tucker type of guy. We've, we've talked about T- Kyle Tucker, and I feel like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a, that's a good doppelganger. <laughs> Did not see this coming at all. Yeah. Okay, all right, we, we need to shift gears here from uh, Lockdown Survivor Series. <laughs> uh, future host, I mean, okay, I know what Evan's doing. They're a, they're a CBS entity, so oh, he's got to hype them go. up yeah. and Ooh, boost up the ratings. Way. I get it. They're on WTSP. I, I know what you're yeah. trying to do. You're trying to <laughs> angle for uh, Jeff Probst's job. Yeah, as well as oh, I would love to be Probst. Yeah. Sign me up. JP. Oh, it's going to happen. All right, so back to the, the St. Pete um, yes. Ray's <laughs> naming. So, I don't know how we got There we go. <laughs> the guy, you got the picture. The guy in the back. Holy cow. Holy smokes. Get out of here. Maybe one of the, the, the most I like out- nothing like him. It, it might be one right. of the most out of pocket comments I've had on this podcast ever. Um, yeah. So ultimately, look, there there's a lot of with these council meetings. The the mayor and Brian Ald are obviously a little ticked off. Not and they weren't in a rude way ticked off. You know, Brian Ald was like, "Hey, you got to have a discussion." And to be fair. That's what St. Pete should do. They just like the Rays should listen to any offer on any player because that's their job is to right. listen and then decipher where they go from there or just reject it in the end. But having the conversations are important. Brian Ald respected that. He said, I know you got to have these conversations. I'm just letting you know that there's no deal 
if the Tampa Bay Rays name is changing. And so he kind of put his foot down and then everyone kind of like was like, uh, let's make this, let's accept this amendment, but let's make it super ambiguous. Like, yeah. Hey, we don't essentially what they're like, we don't feel like you are prominently displaying the city of St. Pete enough. So we want concrete evidence of what you're going to do to elevate the city of St. Pete around this team more. And the home run, bad pun, but the, the, the home run shot was to change the team name in that meeting. They learned not going to happen, but at least they can get the mayor to write up some minutes of what they've talked about with Brian Ald, get some things written down and hopefully some actionable uh, progress moving forward for when they inevitably accept this deal. And the city of St. Pete should do that. You know, the, the, the taxpayers are going to pay some of that. And, you know, a lot of people are going to shit on the deal. Pardon my French are going to crap on the deal. Yeah. And um, that's just the nature of any type of these deals. So they need to sell it to their constituents. And they also got to show their constituents that they're not rolling over and they are pushing for the most that they can. I, I do think it was was uh, pertinent that the mayor did tell everyone up there. I've had conversations with every single one of you. You've all been updated on mm-hmm. um, on every, if there's been updates or changes or whatever. I've contacted you. Never once in our conversations was St. Pete Ray's brought up. Yeah. And then in the 11th hour, you're trying to do that shysty deal move where yeah. everything's bow and tie. And you're like, well, what can we milk out of you now that we have the deal pretty much done? I know there's something you're not going to break the de- the deal over. So let's just, you know, if we can, whether we can get St. Pete, you know, more, whether St. Pete can be on the, the, the stadium name. You know, the the ballpark in St. Pete, right? The public stadium in St. Pete, whatever it might be. The So it's just they're trying to come up with some way to just milk it for all that it's worth. I that's, think- that's what I gathered out of that meeting. I don't envision things to really blow up because of it. I just I think this is normal jockeying right before a deal is cemented. And you're just trying to get what you can. The only difference is we are able to watch it all unfold. It creates uncertainty. But this happens in boardrooms all the time. You poke, you poke. Ooh, that one hurts. Okay, we're going to back away from there. What about this poke? Yeah. Huh? You feeling anything over there? Can we, can we poke around here? So I think that's all that it comes down to. You know, I think it was on David Samson's Nothing Personal podcast, Friend of the Pod. Um, <laughs> yeah that uh he said something like it could be that uh, they could pull an angels move the tampa bay rays of saint petersburg like the los angeles angels of anaheim yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah but no just know if you're watching this if you're listening to this and if you're watching this on youtube hit that like button hit that subscribe button nothing wrong with that it's for free and you help us um if you're doing that nothing's gonna happen it's going to be the tampa bay race don't fret about the name change but even as a person who thinks this is completely ridiculous and off the wall and i can't believe that we've gone to this extreme on something so trivial like we're actually having this conversation in in these types of settings yeah 
even though it's sad ridiculous, I would be okay with the same Pete uniform, you know. Um, I, I, think that, I think that's great. I think on seven twenty seven day or whatever. Yeah, seven twenty uh, July twenty seven. Seven twenty seven. They have yeah. to get that approved by Major League Baseball as well because I'm be- I believe you're only allowed to have a certain amount of four. Yeah, alternates, right? Yeah. So that would have to be one of their alternates, I believe. So I mean, it's a big ask, right? You do your Devil Ray Day, and then you have your your whites and your blues. That would have to be your fourth. Take away, take away the baby powder blue. I'm sick of it. It's yeah. so that's yeah. So between, so the baby powder blues would have to go for a time being. Good, unless I'm, they get you know. The, uh, I would assume if Stu went to the commissioner and asked asked for an exemption for a day, yes. it might be able to be approved. Having said that, if the commissioner grants it to them, then other. What's going to stop uh, other other teams from doing it, though? You know, I believe like the Angels, their throwbacks would have Anaheim on it. I don't know how many people would actually be, you know, affected by like the exemption of who would be pissed, right? Like with the Yankees would never put the Bronx across, the Mets are never going to put Flushing across. So, right. you know, it just. But yeah, so they're look, they're going through discussions. Just yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, if the, the deal is going to break down, it won't be over this. That's pretty much my. Thing. Uh, well, Gina Driscoll got her feelings hurt uh, in her rebuttal. She, her she got spicy. She, she uh, really got spicy. Yeah, she that did. Was she did a little, she got a little spiciness. She got a little slam. <laughs> yeah. She if you guys haven't to... watched it, we retweeted uh, Evan's post on on X, the artist formerly known as Twitter, the so artist. you guys can check it out there, and it was yeah. really really good stuff. She's uh, answering a question that nobody really asked. Uh, like <laughs> yes, I said, that's what previously. it is. Yeah. And uh, Evan, like you say, hey, we we don't want people that are mean and rude on Twitter, X, social media. Uh, people in the uh, responses, I think, to uh, your your video post or videos posted of Driscoll, uh, they were they were mean and rude and nasty. They they were not uh, very. Ooh, were they? Uh, yeah, they were. They were not uh, fans of her, I would say. Um, so, I and look at the end of the day, I think if the redevelopment is anything like uh, Truist Park and the Battery in Atlanta or Cobb County, I should say, um, St. Petersburg shouldn't have any issue drawing folks to to check out. Um, you know what's in store there and, and the shopping and dining and entertainment and arts and, and everything that'll be happening uh that that'll be the you know that that'll be the next hey that'll be the next sparkman wharf that'll be the next yep. uh, place you gotta go yeah and my argument to saint i'm a i'm a saint petersburg constituent uh i live in pinellas county and i would argue to them if you don't have the raise, and I understand, look, the attendance numbers are what they are, but what brings people to St. Pete otherwise? Because you have a lot of visitors. I get that. You know, that's that's really going to be your turnover then is the beaches. But as far as the downtown area, you do need something. An anchor. You, do, you need a sun that the planets all revolve around. I say I use that analogy a lot. You need a sun that the planets all revolve around. And the Rays Stadium would be that sun. And regardless of what jokes we want to make about the attendance, you're still bringing, you know, of a, let's just say 20,000 fans. Of the 20,000, I understand a, a chunk of them are from Pinellas, but a lot are from the Tampa side. 
They're going to come over. They're going to eat at your restaurants. They're going to spend the day there. They're going to make a trip of it. So that's going to go into your local businesses. Now you take out, go, go walk around to the local businesses around the trop and ask them if they would like the team to be there. So I'm telling you, I guarantee you, Ferbs isn't going to be like, eh, whatever, we'll be fine. You know, it just, I think if you'd ask them, they'd be like, yeah, I want the raise here. Yeah. That's good for business. So, you know, I, I, there's a lot in play. We haven't flushed out all the numbers yet. There's certainly going to be some things that, you know, local taxpayers aren't going to want to pay for, which is totally understandable. It's just one of those, um, you know, the mayor's argument is this will pay for itself in what we're going to get out of it and what they want to build around it. Because it's not just the TROP or whatever it's going to be called. It's the entire billion dollar project that's around it. And he thinks that essentially having that as the foundation will allow everything else to thrive. As you mentioned, like the battery, that remains to be seen. Yeah. But, you know. And not to sound like a race chill here, but that would, you know, create a economic boon and you can, uh, you can be a race shill on locked on race yeah, that's your job job opportunities <laughs> and what they do in the community with the race foundation and engagement <laughs> and um civic pride i mean there's a lot uh a lot there for sure um before we get into baseball trivia and name that war i've got one ulysses i have one klosky on the clock question Ooh. for evan here do we have time we have time if you want to make it a 30 second one okay all okay. right i'll make it a 30 second one we can do okay. that okay uh evan the significance of wander franco returning to the dominican republic is blank it's timer started not a bad thing you would imagine that if he was returning to the dr and there were issues he would be remaining in the states right there are a multitude of things that we can talk about, whether he thinks there's going to be a resolution, whether it's okay that he could be back there. Uh, but I don't think it's a, a bad step. I, I, it might be a nothing burger, uh, but it, you know, it could be a positive thing, but I, I think him returning to the DR is not a bad sign. So, there's still nothing being leaked out about the case. We don't know what's going on. We don't know when it'll be figured out, but he's back over there and maybe a resolution is coming soon-ish. And right. everything is completely conjecture from there. I'm a nice guy because I know Ulysses, you said 30 seconds. I gave Evan like 54 seconds there. So we, we can't change the rules on him. Uh, I thought it was 60. Like I thought it was 60. I yeah, know. I know. Ulysses tried to slip in the 30 second. Hey, can, can we hey, do it? Hey, hey, it, it's over now. Here. I'm hey, like, hey, you can you we can't change the rules on the fly. This is a You're this is a last minute poke and prod. Hey, can we? Will you change your name to the St. Petersburg rate? You know, that's that's kind of what timer on 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 Klosky on the clock, Klosky's corner. I know, I know. Look, all right, you know what happened. You talked about the sun, Evan. You talked about the sun, and it's bad to look up at the sun. It's don't do it, everybody. It's yeah, bad. It's not smart. But what happens is when you don't look up at the sun, you look down. And if you notice, when you look down, really down, you will find the Boston Red Sox. It's funny how that happens. They're always in the cellar uh, lately. So 
my trivia question pertains to the Boston Red Sox. In front of me, I have the top 10 pitchers of this franchise who have allowed the most home runs. Out of these 10, I need you guys to name four of the pitchers wearing this uniform that have let in the most home runs. So the, the four pitchers for the red, so the top 10 pitchers for the Red Sox who have let up the most home runs. Who've allowed the most home runs, correct? Not in a single season, but in their Red Sox careers. Correct. Give me a little bit. All right. Yeah. Uh, Pedro Martinez? Strike off. Really? For all the years he pitched there? I will tell you, the number 10 who allowed the 10th, 10 most, he has 136. Oh my God, okay. Um, John Stalacki Lackey. You're so close on the name, but no, he, Lackey is not on here. Oh, okay. right. Um, we have two strikes already, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim Wakefield. Very good protect swing. Very good protect swing. Very Harold Ramirez of you. Correct. He's number one. He's clubhouse leader at 401. Yeah. The knuckleball will do that. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, too, right? Yeah, yeah. RIP. Um, all right. Uh, Evan, should I go with uh, Kirk Schilling? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was going to go Pedro Kurt. All and right. then when okay. Pedro wasn't on there. That decides it. Kurt should be in the Hall of Fame shelling. He should be. But he is not on this list. Oh my gosh. Three strikes. That's it. We can't we can't we can't No, I bring... too quick. Let, let me uh get out get out of here. Um he give, a just, just give me a second. Well, Manfred's now going to change the rule. Four strikes is what you get. Four strikes. That's Manfred um, right there. Um, that would slow the game down. So was, maybe, he might it, go the uh, reverse direction and go two was, strikes. Wasn't wasn't there a guy low? Was it was it low? Uh, Derek Low. Derek Low. Yeah, that's a good. Hey, go with that one. Incorrect. Strike four. All right. All right. Game's over. <laughs> Number two. I don't know if you uh, guys remember this guy. He used to be kind of good. Roger Clemens. Oh, so Clemens two. is up there, but we can't get okay. Pedro Kurt. Got it. Bill Mombuquet, number three. Number four, Bruce Hurst. Number five, I love this guy, Louis Tiant. Mm. Number six, great mustache, Dennis Eckersley. Number seven, 2003 World Series champ with the Florida Marlins, Josh Beckett. Mm. Eight, the worst Cy Young winner I have ever seen in my life. Rick. Porcello. I didn't think he was with Boston long enough. But he allowed home runs. Number nine. This guy, I thought you were going to say him, Kevin, when you did Lackey. John Lester, number nine. Uh, and number 10, Bill Lee. Good list. Yeah. Fun. I'm just, um, the only one I'm pissed about is Porcello because his name went in my head and I was like, he doesn't have the years and I threw him out quickly. But he did have the suckiness. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good one. Uh, my name that war. I'm going in a little bit of a different direction here. There's been a lot of 
talk and discussion and articles published about the Dodgers and why not um, Shohei Otani, Tyler Glass now, other maneuverings as well. This guy may have played in a Dodgers uniform for a year or two or a lot more. Uh, Andre Ethier, what is his career war? Tremendous, tremendous name. Tremendous a, name. I mean, he was a great fielder. He was. Okay. I think he's going to be higher than. Oh, God. Is he underrated? He seems like a guy that would be massively underrated. 37.8. I don't know. That's it. This is my gut. That's my gut. That was the first number that popped in my head. I'm going. Okay. Okay. I think he is overrated with that number, but this is good. This is good. This gives me Yeah, you you said underrated, and Klosky took that for a ride. (laughs) My gut went in there. He goes, let him roll. He wasn't playing around. <laughs> let's go. Okay. Let's just do some basic math, people. Do it with me. Uh, about 12 years in the league. Uh, he probably had like a good four seasons where he was really good at three war each. So that's 12. You're left with about eight seasons of like two war. So that's 16. 16 plus 12 is 28. But let's knock him off a couple because he probably got slow in the end, didn't defend as well, got hurt as well. Let's go with 24 war. Okay. Uh, Andre Ethier was a two-time All-Star, Gold Glove winner, Silver Slugger, uh, played from 2006 to 2017, 12 years in the league. Um, year one was with the Dodgers. Year... 12 or his final year with with the Dodgers every other year in between was with the Dodgers he was a career Dodger he's you know that's that's something to be uh it's, cool. that's a specialty right there not many yeah. players will say in fact he is second all time in postseason appearances as a Dodger with 51 um running through some of the numbers here uh, finished his career with a 285 batting average, 162 homers, 1,367 hits, 641 runs, 687 RBI, 29 stolen bases, a line, uh, well, I should say on base percentage, 359, slug, 463, OPS, 822, OPS plus, 122. All that tied in together. His career war is 21 and a half for the left-handed hitting mm-hmm. outfielder. Mm-hmm. And I do I, think underrated just because uh, he was probably overshadowed I, by some more punchy names yeah. in the uh, in that uh, Dodgers I thought, squad. I thought he was um, – I thought he had more gold gloves. I thought he was – Eating dubs. Call me W's like uh, – Call me Winston. Who? James Winston. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought he said Tony Winston. No, no, call me Winston. I said. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Call Kevin's him. potato is is so. Cool. Yeah, my my potato. It's it uh, around this time the the potatoes when sun sundown and cold weather and you know some somewhat fierce winds come about that the the potato has some issues. So I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with like a potato picture. 
please do. Potato connected to a couple of uh, yeah. Ethernet cords <laughs> or something. Do that. I'm going to do up that. Up to an antenna. Yeah. We're yeah. good to go. Um, so, yeah, Andre Ethier. Um, cool. Uh, he's now, I, I actually recently uh, checked out his Instagram. He is, I mean, not surprisingly enjoying life and his millions. <laughs> I think uh, every post is, it's either him golfing, fishing, or going to a brewery. So uh, he's, he's living it up for sure. Yeah. So there it is. Uh, all right, Evan, uh, thank you for the appearance. And where can people find you and your wonderful work? You go to at Eklosky WTSP on the X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, and uh, communicate with me 99% of the time. I will respond as long as you're not a jerk. Uh, but also head to 10 Bay.com. You know, Bucks are pushing for a playoff spot right now. The Lightning are hoping to make the playoffs. It has not been a fun season uh, thus far, very up and down. Nikita Kucherov is probably going to win the MVP. So that's the big positive. But other than that, you know, just grinding away, uh, you know, hit me up and uh, and we'll discuss some things. And if you're watching on YouTube, like savor this moment because this is the next host of Survivor. Like <laughs> it may not be next year. It may not be three years. And from you, now. sir, will be my favorite contestant. It'll, yeah. <laughs> Whatever the guy's name is. The Drew. Dude. Drew. Oh, yeah. So Locked on Drew. <laughs> Locked on Drew. Yeah, we could do that. Locked oh, on Survivor. We got a other. We got a lot of other niche, locked on shows. Why honestly, not a locked on reality TV? Honestly, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing the YouTube comments uh, for this episode because people are gonna be like, "Yo, you guys were a mess everywhere." Like, what the heck was this episode? Or some people are going to enjoy the organicness of yeah. it. So I'm mm. I'm hoping to to see you guys chime in on the YouTube comments. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's about. All right. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you later. <laughs>